Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, well, Bradley mm. owes some people an apology. I do, and, I do. And uh, I can't wait to hear it. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, because you did something that's going I to shock us all. would like to apologize to all the vegans in the world. All of them. All of them. Okay, not the annoying ones. But to the ones who've listened to our show for years and then they send us um, terse emails, something like, why you got to hate on vegans? Because we do occasionally like to talk about poke fun at vegans just because they don't eat meat. And we love meat, don't we? We do love meat. I love meat. But no, I went to a a vegan restaurant last night Mm -hmm. and um, it was actually really good. I know that sounds rude, but... I was surprised. First, I didn't realize that everything was vegan. I thought for sure it was all vegetarian. I didn't realize it was vegan. And so there were things I was eating that I thought had like dairy in them. And absolutely, there was like no dairy consumed. And I was like, oh, my God, it turns out, you guys, I this is not shocking for a lot of people. Right. But for you and I, who are uh, obsessors of meat products mm-hmm. and just, you know, kind of avoid cutesy food or food that's highly um strict mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um it was an eye-opener for sure yeah okay so i need more information okay because so, i want to know where i want to know what you ate that you thought was dairy that wasn't dairy I know, and i want right? to know how that happened right? like what kind of wizardry and like if somebody was said to me used, like uh, we're gonna go to a vegan restaurant tonight i'd be like, like tapping bye. out bye or i'm gonna make plans to order a pizza afterward mm-hmm. with extra sausage so um, we went to a place called, and you've probably heard of it. It's mm-hmm. called Fig and Faro. I have heard it's of it. Over by the old, um, it's technically part of what was what used to be the old Filio, mm-hmm. and then like a hundred other things that yes. never lasted. And so, for their sake, I hope they last because I don't, I don't know that anything in that space, you know, I feel like it's cursed sometime. But this is a whole vegan restaurant. Literally everything on the menu. Um, I heard something about they might have some vegetarian items uh, coming onto the menu, but for the most part, everything I had last night was um, was vegan. And it was things like, okay, so get this. So you've heard of these things. And, and I guarantee you when you hear of these things, what? Can you quickly describe for people who are listening who are like, I don't know the difference. What's the difference between vegan and vegetarian? Oh, God. Okay. Uh, vegan is no animal products. Vegetarian would include maybe some milk and dairy or exactly. some dairy and egg, possibly. So just that's like a rudimentary yeah, sort so like of literally difference. Literally no animal products. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, I'm terrified. Mm-hmm. What? 
Now, if I had said to you, like, oh, Colleen, I'm going to make you a nice jackfruit barbacoa, which is totally vegan, but it tastes just like, you know, barbacoa. You know, like, I'm going to I'd be like, what kind of weird Frankenfood are you going to use? Yeah, right. To make jackfruit. It- yeah. Excuse me. I don't know. What is a jackfruit? Who's well, Jack? Who's and I don't want to eat his fruit. <laughs> hey. Whoa. <laughs> if I didn't tell you this item was not meat, I don't think you would be able to tell. It is a piece of fruit for crying outside, and it doesn't taste sweet. Because I thought, isn't this going to be sweet? But it's literally the way they cook this fruit, the way they prepare jackfruit, which is like a, they have it in Africa and it's all over tropical parts of the world mm-hmm. as well. I think you can get it here locally. And I've seen these recipes for, you know, jackfruit steaks or jackfruit blah blah blue. And I ate it last night and I was like, this literally you could pass off as like carnitas or something and people would not know. How was the texture? That's a big That's thing the for thing. Yours, It was the texture that sold it because I thought it's going to be the texture that ruins it for right. me, right? Like it's going to be kind of wet or kind Ugh. of like veggie burgery. It's like when people are like, I made some raised cauliflower. Yes. And you're like, yeah, oh. but I know it's cauliflower. I'm telling you. Okay. So maybe it's not the best carnitas you ever had, mm-hmm. but if you ate that on a taco, you'd be like, oh, that was really good. And it was seasoned really well. So... You know, it just like there was so much more stuff going on on that plate that you were not focused on the fact that this was a different non-meat food. Okay, I, can I look? I have not looked at the menu yeah, yeah, yet. Yeah, go look at the menu. Okay. Also, there's another thing. They have like a ravioli recipe. Um, there's no pasta. I don't understand. It's made out of a vegetable. I don't understand. What's a vegetable? I know, right? <laughs> they make this like it's like a mushroom stuffed ravioli it's got now i know you're gonna get grossed out when i say these words cashew cheese nope. oh i'm not grossed out by that because i kind of know what that is i've had some nut cheeses mm-hmm. before that i promptly threw in the trash <laughs> okay, I, I mean yes on, you guys. no i get Seriously, it I, yes i, I, I go to the co-op and every once in a while i experiment mm-hmm. with new food items that was not one of my favorites but whatever they do to it at fig and faro it it tastes like again if i told you this was like you know, I don't know that you would think it was meat necessarily, but it was very satisfying. Anyway, the pasta shells are made out of celeriac, what which is, is like a vegetable, and they just slice it really thin. It was so weird. The whole time I was like, wait a minute, this isn't pasta? I don't know how they do it. It's some kind of weird voodoo, vegan voodoo magic. Um, but I felt like it was such a unique experience that I needed to share that with you, Colleen, that there's hope so for us. Cool. There is hope. I mean, listen, here's the thing. I, to be perfectly honest, like I do, I love meat i love meat yeah i love meat but i also love good food oh yeah and so if there is you know if there is a good food (laughs) that is if somebody says this is delicious it's also vegan or vegetarian i'll eat it yeah and so well and i will tell you i went into this experience because i'm I'm writing this for uh, a piece for lavender magazine about this and i went into this experience thinking okay you're just gonna have to like grin and bear it it's vegan food so own it but I went in being like, wow, I'm actually quite surprised. Did you get, did you sort of, did you show your enthusiasm to the world while you were eating? Were you like, I cannot believe how good this is. Yeah, I took my pants no, off. No, not like that. But were you like, did you have that moment where yes, you were like. No, I literally was talking to the, was the manager. Be- I was like, wait a minute. This <laughs> is not, what? And like, they have like a, you know, cream. Again, made out of cashews. You'd mm-hmm. have no idea. How do you milk a cashew? I don't know. Very, very carefully, carefully. Yeah, with tiny very little small, tweezers. Tiny, tiny. 
Amazing. Also, I'm the also dessert, looking at the brunch like a, menu and I want to eat yeah, it right so now. I, I don't know about the entire menu. I can't speak for everything. Um, I just know that the few things that I had last night. Also, they have deep fried cauliflower. I saw that. That was really good. It looks I mean, amazing. But come on. Deep fried cauliflower, of course. <sighs> okay. Looks like I'm going to the vegan restaurant. Yeah. I mean, you got to... It, at least here's what it did. It changed my notion that it's possible. It absolutely that is. That you don't have to go to some, you know, like hippie, uh, you know, granola place. There's a place where you can eat grass that's not that far from here. But as you're appetized, you can eat grass. Like literal it's, grass? There's your literal yard. pots of like grass. And I don't know what kind of grass it is because it's vegan. Shockingly, it's not my type of place. But you can eat the grass right off the table. Okay, yeah, I don't, don't want to do that. Yeah, me either. But anyway, it's possible, you guys. I owe apology to vegans everywhere. Congrats to you. You heard it here first. You're enjoying life. Go for it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our friend Paul McGuire Grimes is in the studio. He's going to tell us what's in theaters this weekend. Ooh. What we need to see after this on My Talk 1071. Paul McGuire Grimes is in studio with hey, us girl. on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer mm. and Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies. It's great to be here on this Friday. Thank you for coming and yeah. thank you for bringing all of your movie knowledge to us. My head is full of it today. Well, you, especially with one of the movies you brought to right? us today, because not only are you here to tell us a little bit about the movie, but also about all the people you met when you did the junket for Instant Family. Yeah. So the movie, um, to recap, it stars Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne, and they play a couple, a married couple, that decide to grow their family through adoption and foster this teenage girl and her two siblings. So a couple weeks ago, I got to go to New York City and then interview Mark, Rose, Julie Haggerty, Tig Notaro, um, and then the kids in the movie as well. And it was such a treat because I'm going through the adoption process right now, too, to then talk to them, as well as the writer and director, about our experience with it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I go in to interview Mark Wahlberg at, and Rose Byrne. They were paired together. And there's something a little bit intimidating about Mark Wahlberg. So I was um, like, like his, his body? He's bo- like, he's ripped. He's like a, his he's 4 a.m. wake up call so that he like... can get working out. So then I, I say, hey, you know, we're, we're going through the adoption process right now. It hit close to home. He gives me a huge high five. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of the interview, he's like, enough about us. Tell me, tell me your story. Are you guys hoping for a boy, girl? And then it just became me about me telling Rose Byrne and Mark Wahlberg about our adoption. Oh, okay, that's that adorable. Is, was, I mean, I love him even more now. Yeah, like, was he wearing a shirt when you? He did was movie? wearing a shirt. <laughs> you know, and I debated: should I ask, take it off, take you know, keep it on? But, but how how sweet and lovely is that? That was so nice. Well, you kind of got to imagine too. You know, when they're in that junket space, you know, they're what they're doing is sort of welcoming a person, a new person, in to interview them, kind of over and over again. And I'm sure that the the tendency could be for them to just check out and just take the question, They've got their answer, known it, answers the, that they're working on. But for them to really, you know, take an interest in the person who's sitting across from them, right. that's kind of something spectacular and, and you special. Don't often get that, and yeah. I think maybe they don't either. To have someone come in the room that then. The movie has affected mm-hmm. in a way. So people can see those interviews on my YouTube channel, Paul's Trip to the Movies on YouTube. Go click subscribe. All of the interviews are there, all all of them. Awesome. The full ones too. So it it was a lot of fun. Very and you just cool. get a newfound respect when you kind of talk to them on a personal level, mm-hmm. not just uh, hey, how'd you uh, get yeah. to this movie and blah blah blah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, we should send you with questions next time you're going to interview someone who's in a fake relationship. Because we've you, you know, could be our could, like right. secret correspondent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know if they'll don't like that. No, but I think what we'll do is we'll give you questions that'll like trip them up. Or, or, or we can get you to do things like behind the scenes. Oh, I've got ideas. You know, like, I've got okay. some okay. certain okay, gentlemen so callers. We'll there. just like, we'll, we just got to check. Uh, your schedule and see when you're going on a junket where you have to interview Nick Jonas or, Nick Priyanka, Jonas Chopra. or Priyanka Chopra. Easy. Any, okay. I feel like that's in your future. Uh, so yeah. let's it's make it probably happen. Jumanji on the Jumanji 2 is coming out in a couple of years so we can make Trust it happen. Me. Let's do it. Trust yeah. me. I've been doing my research. <laughs> Good. Uh, so in any three case, and a half out of five ticket awesome. subs for Instant Family. It's great, you know, for the family to go see and it's it's very funny while kind of pulling at the heartstrings. You'll laugh, you'll cry. It's that kind of family movie, especially if you either know someone going through the adoption process or just as parents. Like, Colleen, I think there's going to be a lot that you will understand in this movie because you are a parent. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, awesome. Okay, so another one, and I will tell you, I have two movie options to see this weekend with a friend, and this one was on the docket, and I said, I don't know that I am wizard ready oh, God. for Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> no, you're not going to see this. Uh, no, I, think, I know, I'm not. I'm, I, like I said, I am not wizard ready. Right. I don't think you need I don't think you need to see this. So this is Fantastic <laughs> Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. This is the second in this prequel franchise that J.K. Rowling has now written in the universe of Harry Potter. These all happened before Harry Potter. And Eddie Redmayne, you know, Johnny that plays Grindelwald. He's escaped, you know, from the Ministry of Magic. Mm-hmm. And it's really up to Eddie Redmayne to find him because Johnny Depp's character wants to really separate and draw this divide between wizards and non-wizards. Okay. So I just am really struggling with this new franchise because I don't care about a lot of these characters. Mm. Which, you know, one of the things you love about Harry Potter is you love all of those characters right. and the chemistry between them and the actors mm-hmm. is great. And I feel like that's really missing here. And I think J.K. Rowling, as much as I love her as a novelist, she's written the scripts for both of these movies. And I think there's a lot of unnecessary filler that she doesn't know how to weed out. Mm. I mean, the the beast and the creatures are super fun and funny and humorous. They're more entertaining to me than the human characters. This is, to me, and I, and I am speaking out of... I don't even know where I'm speaking out of because I don't know enough about this. What I do know is Harry Potter was beloved. Like that whole series was beloved. And there are many, many amazing things about it, starting with the fact that those novels kind of grow with the reader, which is a really amazing thing, especially if you read them multiple times throughout parts of your life. And, and I think that, I think that whole franchise was so beloved that this feels like a response to a grief about losing that franchise and not necessarily something organic from somebody who created something right. out of nothing that was so amazing and beloved. Yeah, and right? I know that, yes. And I think that, you know, prequels are really tricky, especially when you start to incorporate characters that we know. Like, we see a young Albus Dumbledore in this movie played by Jude Law, you know, because he was friends or more than friends, more than brothers with uh, Grin. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Evolved. Mm-hmm. It's character. I mean, we're really implying that he is gay in this one, just to put it out there, because J.K. Mm-hmm. Rowling's talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um which is fun and you go back to Hogwarts and I think those scenes are probably the best and Jude Law is really good. It's just that so much around that is just lacking. Unnecessary. Unnes- and Johnny Depp I think is terrible in it. Uh-huh. He is off in another planet I think. He's underperforming like crazy. You know in the Tim Burton movies he's really over the top. Some want to say fun, some not. But here I just feel like he's really underperforming, mm-hmm. not having fun in that kind of wickedly cool villain type way that he should be having. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So bad. how many tickets does Giving it three out of five, because I think the special effects are great, the set pieces are great, and the climax is really cool to then be like, okay, I think I know where this is going now, and now I'm kind of in for it. It's just like we've now taken two movies to really get us there. Yeah. That I hope is where it's going. I think, I'm sorry to, to double back, but one of the thing, other things that you said about prequels that I also think just makes them very difficult is when you've already had your full experience with, with a franchise. Right. And then they're with a prequel, they're kind of giving you tastes of something that you've already experienced. You already have your own sort of... You've already resolved you've, your yes. your vision of it. You filled in the backstory if yes. that wasn't there. I don't need someone to tell me what the backstory is because then you're because the, it's re it, it's sort of rejiggering what you've already filled in. Right, and then there's no mystery there. Yeah. Very few prequels. I don't know. I can't think of a prequel that I actually love. I mean, Rogue One, Star Wars Rogue One, is technically a prequel, and it works really well. Yeah, I posted that on my Facebook page yeah, the other day, but, just like looking for examples. And Godfather Two is like half prequel in a way yeah and that works well too the hobbit does not work well correct yeah i mean you the do hobbit movies yeah you yeah do well first of really all it careful. didn't need to be a trilogy correct uh much less be but, correct but it was still enjoyable i will say as a we, fan we both of, still have the box yeah, sets at home of course yeah blu-ray yep and do you have the um hfr version i don't i mean i have the, the standard blue i did i saw the first one hfr awesome? and that was awful <gasps> Oh, see, I loved it. I did not. Oh, I'm sorry. That's another conversation yeah, for another day. What is HFR? High it's flame high, rate. It's, it's 48 like, frames per. Oh, it makes yeah, okay. you feel like you are in the studio with them. That's my problem, is that I don't want to feel like I'm on a set with Frodo sure. or, you know, Legolas. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't want to see their feet. Uh-huh. Or you like their fake removed. hair. Yeah. I want to be removed from it and think, that's an actual elf, not... Orlando Bloom with right. her ears on. Well, Paul McGuire Grimes, Paul's trip to the movies. Thank you for <laughs> Thank joining you, us. Thank you. We will check in Bye. with you in two Bye. weeks. And uh, when Happy we come back, today. we've got some crazy, stupid idiots for you on My Talk 1071. Well, we've got some dumb people, and you know what they're doing? What are they doing? Dumb things. Oh. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> uh, and they do it all the time, so often that on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. we've created an entire segment just for them, and we call it Crazy Stupid Idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. That's where we're going first. Yes, uh, that is where we're going first. But first... I think we should give something away. Oh, are you in that mood again? That giving mood? Yes, I'm very givey right now. And I'd like to give it up 
to one lucky listener. Uh, ooh, pa- <laughs> no, I'm going to give you a pair of vouchers to see Triple Espresso. It's a highly caffeinated comedy. And this uh, pair of vouchers uh, can be used during the run of its engagement at Park Square Theater. That's November 9th to the January 13th. Caller number... Three. Caller number three is going to win that pair of vouchers to see Triple Espresso. All right. Now, we are going to go to Florida. We are going to go to Largo, Florida, and we are going to meet 29-year-old Bryant Farfan. Farfan? Farfan. Okay. Bryant Farfan. Farfan Nugan? Um, he, uh, He stole a credit card. He stole a credit card, and he wanted to use that credit card. Problem was, the credit card that he stole was a lady's credit card, and Bryant was not a lady. But Bryant wanted to use that credit card in person. He wanted to use that credit card in person to buy a $4,000 French Bulldog puppy from a pet store. Mm -mm. So, 29-year-old Bryant Farfun dressed up as a lady. And he went to that pet store in Largo, Florida, and he used that stolen credit card to buy that puppy. And you know what? What? He was found out. And he uh, was tracked down by cops, and he was arrested. And I just want you to see, can you look at this side by side? He makes a lovely lady. He did a great job. Sadly... They don't know where the dog is. They have not been able to locate the dog that he purchased. Yeah, no, he looks like a lady. Uh, But dude looks like a lady. He did. uh, They did find him. They were able to track him down. Uh, He did make a lovely lady, but they can't find the dog. Oh, and wasn't that sad? That is sad. Thanks for bringing us down, man. Uh, they falsified. He falsified adoption records. He misled what? the store employees. Oh, dog adoption. I was like, yeah, he's the dog adoption. Children? Um, he used a, a stolen credit card, and now they're looking for that actual puppy, and they're looking for a reward, or they're offering a reward to get that puppy back. Anyway, but he's in the clink, so. That's the gist oh, okay. of the story. Just all to steal a dog. All I mean, for a puppy. Yeah, I feel like there are easier ways to get a puppy, man. <clears throat> I know. I agree. That was where in Florida? Largo. Well, now we're going to go to Pennsylvania, which is sort of the Florida of the Midwest. Pittsburgh, indeed, uh, is where we're going for this next story. And I want to tell you about a couple of ladies, but one lady in particular. I don't have any names for you. Okay. So um, basically, imagine this. <clears throat> You uh, are expecting to meet a man who was going to pay money for your kids. Okay. Like he was going to buy my children? No, I think it was more like a, like a, you know, an ex that owes me some child support. Oh, got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the lady um, approached this place where she was going to meet this guy. It, It was the Allegheny Union Plaza building on Center Avenue. That's when unbeknownst to her, well, until she beknownst it, another woman approached her and began chucking things in her direction. Oh, that's crazy, right? Can you imagine? You're like, I'm going to get my deadbeat dad dollars, dude, do do Ah! Some woman was throwing things at her. Wow. Well, that's not crazy, stupid, idiot-worthy, frankly. Crazy people throwing things at you? 
garden variety. Mm-hmm. It's what she was throwing at her that earns this story crazy, stupid idiot status. Do you want me to guess? Yeah. I, I have a guess. Was oh, it okay. Cornish game hens? Not Cornish game hens. Lindsay, what's your guess? Is it the feast? Oh, Fe- th- number the two. Feast? The feast. Oh my God. I, I henceforth mm-hmm. shall refer yes. to the number two as, as the, the feast. feast. Just no. making my mark. Okay. In fact, yeah. a woman began, a pro- or a woman approached her and began throwing cans of SpaghettiOs. <gasps> that would hurt. It's un American. Now, the woman was in the uh, vehicle when this uh, other woman came up to her. Still not oh. good. So, kachunk, 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 kachunk. Cans just coming at you. Pew, pew. Right? As the victim tries to get out of the car, the suspect then took to another means of terror and began stabbing her or trying to stab her with a kitchen knife. Kaka! Kaka! Kachunk, kachunk, kaka! Who is this lady? Ka-ka. Why was she so like ninja, angry? Like housewife ninja, right? So the, the victim gets cut in the finger, but manages somehow to get away, and in the process was able to grab or snatch the purse from the perpetrator, or the perpetrator, if you will. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, so the victim's vehicle, at the end of the day, after being... Pet, pet pelted. I'm like, I don't know. Get it out. It's a P word. Uh-huh. It's making noises. Pelt after her car got pelted with uh, Pascadios. Um, the back window was broke. There were multiple dents. And the whole side of the vehicle was smeared with red sauce and uh, pieces of overcooked pasta, which nobody really likes unless you're about three years mm, old. It's true. Can we be honest? True. True. Um, but here's the thing. Hmm. Remember, I told you that the victim was able to grab her purse, which is actually kind of smart because then you can identify who did it. Exactly. Also, if you're going to like come at a woman with a knife and Pascadios, do you really have your purse on you? Do you need your purse? Like you're just like, oh, this is my this is my terror bag. I feel like a fanny pack would be more appropriate. Right. Or leave your ID at home. Or put that it in the pocket. Too. Or oh, that's don't true. stab someone. True. Very good Good mm-hmm. point. Leave mm-hmm. your ID at home. Anyway, inside the purse, they found something shocking. Oh, um, an adult toy? No. Oh, okay. An adult toy. It's I don't know. Mom. You said it was shocking. I, uh... They found <laughs> the remains of an 85-year-old woman. You're lying what? to me right now. No, I swear to God. You're serious? An 85-year-old woman named Beverly Bev. was inside the purse of the woman <gasps> who'd been shellacking a vehicle with SpaghettiOs. And so, then wait, it gets why worse. Why was she so angry? Like Not ashes? only was it... what, But here's the thing. It wasn't just any urn that the remains were in. It was a can of SpaghettiOs? No. It was in a plastic oh. bag. It was a shampoo bottle. <laughs> no way! Tresemme? You're not serious right now. <laughs> no, I'm not actually. Okay. I made all of that up. Salon ready. I made the, I made the whole dead thing up. There was not a dead body in the purse. Oh. It was actually the identity of the woman. Her name's Eileen Gentleman, and she's 59 years old. <laughs> I just decided to take you on a ride this afternoon. Whoa. It's Friday. <laughs> You're welcome. I love it.
that. That was so much better. <laughs> I feel like I just watched no, cable news or something. It's fun when that happens. Okay, but you thought you maybe there was a dead it. body was, in the purse. I was liking the story. Thank yeah. you for that. Anyway, uh, they're working to identify mm. additional suspects. One wonders if the additional suspect would be the man who owed the woman the money in the first place and thought he would get out of it by sending some goon yeah. to throw spaghettios spaghettios at her i mean who does it like hey i really don't want to pay my child support this month uh you want to go throw some spaghettios at that woman i mean yeah who does that isn't her last name gentleman oh and in fact her name isn't gentleman it's gettleman sorry dang it <laughs> he was so busy he was so busy with Lying. 85 year old pants ashes in the, in the shampoo oh sorry in the shampoo 85 year old pro v beverly's <laughs> Bev Gentleman. Uh, okay, I'll, I'm going to tell this story quick because it's just... No, I'm not. I'm going to save it for Monday. All right. Okay, fine. Do it. Moving right along, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is that time of day. 2.45 each and every day, we play the throwback live. We go head-to-head to see which one of us can identify the most vintage pop culture audio clips. What, what? The throwback live coming at you after this on My Talk 107.1. I'm hoping that another one will bite the dust today during the throwback you. live on the Colleen and Bradley show. <laughs> MyTalk1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. And the one that's going to bite the dust, Bradley Trainer. Well, it could be both of us because honestly, we both failed yesterday. The throwback live at 245. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the throwback live. At 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must predict. Win just one for the Kimber. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, Holly Roberts. Sing it. Wow, get it, girl. I had part of a donut. Oh, my God. <laughs> Congratulations. Which part did you have? And don't lie, you probably had more than one part. Just a smidge. All right. You had a whole donut earlier. Yeah, I did earlier. So did you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that means we're all up Food on shame. sugar. We're You're all welcome, up everybody. on sugar. That means it's going to be a very exciting edition of the Throwback Live at 245. The rules of the game play in five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three wins. Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their name. Just oh. like that. Mm. I know. Mm. All right. As it stands right <laughs> now, Bradley has 82 victories. Mm, tastes so good. Colleen has 76. Mm-hmm. Now, nobody got a point yesterday. It was terrible. It was really terrible. Incredibly embarrassing. I re- my hopes are not high for today's game. I'm just... Oh, okay, wow. Great. Okay, thank Sell you for the it. vote of confidence. I mean, you did pick the items, so that's more mm-hmm. common about you. That's true. All right, let's play our first vintage pop let's culture audio clip. Now, correctly identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. You like Huey Bradley. Lewis in the news? Bradley? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I just did that on accident. Um, <laughs> is that Office Space? Uh, oh. I'd like to hear it again. In its entirety? Yes, here it is. <laughs> I hate when I do that. Get all premature. You like Huey Lewis in the news? Mm. They're okay. Their early work was a little too new wave for my taste. 
But when sports came out in 83, I think they really came into their own, commercially and artistically. Colleen? I have absolutely no idea. Really? None. Uh, hi, uh, yi, yi, that American is a, Psycho? Yeah, you just oh! said it, and sorry, oh. I buzzed. Because yeah. you said you didn't know it. You just lost the point, Colleen. Oh, it was American bummer, Psycho. Man. That is really tragic. Really tragic. That sucks. You kind of did that to yourself. Though. I thought it was that, but I thought that it wasn't that, and I was going to say it, and you all were going to be like, it's not American Psycho. You're so, what's wrong with you? And then, oh, I don't want that point. No, no point well. for anybody. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, we're both You're ruthless. batting a thousand today. Oh, Moving man. on. Oh, Bye. that was a bummer. To our second vintage pop Trust culture your audio instincts, clip. girl. Here is your second clip. <laughs> I killed it. Bradley Trainer. Oh, that's Clue. Flames shooting flames inside of her face. So much. It flames. Flames. Flames on the side of her face. Breathing. Breath. Heaving breath. Heaving. Ah, the late Madeline Kahn in Clue. Good job, Bradley. You I got love a that. point. That's one of my favorite clips, though. That's kind of unfair to you. Sorry, Colleen. Hmm. All right, moving on. Third vintage pop culture <laughs> clip in the throwback live at 245. Bradley has a point. Colleen's yet to score, but it's still anybody's game. Here's your third vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley Trainer. <laughs> Bradley. I got $1,000. I don't even know what that is, though. What was it? Quick. I got $1,000. I got $1,000. You're not even quoting it right. I got $5,000. Five seconds. Is that Austin Powers? Uh, uh, what is it? We'll keep playing it. $5,000. We got $5,000. We got $5,000. Hey, check it out. Hey, wait. Why can't I remember the name of the Are topic? you kidding me right now? That's Wayne's World. Oh, my God. I was about to hit you. Oh, yes. That is Wayne's World. I got $5,000. Yes. Man. We only wish we had $5,000. Throwback Live tied one to one. Moving on. Clip number four. It is brutal. Clip number four coming at you right now. Anyway, like I was saying, shrimp is the food of this. Colleen. Forrest Gump. Thank you. Even I knew that. You can barbecue it. And I haven't even seen the movie. It, it, that is tragic. Saute it. Days on shrimp kebabs, shrimp creole, shrimp gumbo, pan Bubba fried. Gumbo. Lots of ways. Whatever happened to that actor? I have no idea. No, he was nominated for an Oscar for that. I know. I know. Come on, All I right. got to tie this up. Hurry up. Come on now. Oh, Jeez, oh, oh, chill oh, out. oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, chill my out. goodness. I need to redeem myself. Can we play the game still? Yep. All right. 
Here it is. Our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen has two points. Bradley has one point. <sighs> Listen carefully and correctly identify this. This is the most blatant case of fraudulent advertising Bradley since Trainer. my suit against Bradley. Well, I mean, that's got to be something, but do I need to be very specific? I want the name of the character. Oh, I don't. That is rude. Because it's The Simpsons, right? Yeah, but I want the name of the character. It's the newscaster guy, Mr. Blubbity Blue. Is that your final answer? Yes. I'm going to play it one more time for you. Name the character in this clip. This is the most blatant case of fraudulent advertising since my suit against the film The NeverEnding Story. Oh, no, that's actually a different character, but I don't know the uh, name. Colleen? You don't know either. It's like... Troy Berkman. Troy Troy. No, no, no. It's oh shoot. No, you already guessed wrong. I can't remember. Yeah, you guessed wrong. It's Lionel Hutz. Thank you. Played by Phil Hartman. You were thinking of Troy McClure. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. The star of such movies as Colleen and Bradley suck at the throwback live. That's the one. Thank you. That's the one. All right. I think we just lost it. That was a deep track. No, we got to go into. No, we're. Oh, wait. We have no points, right? Or do we? Colleen has two. You have one. Here's what's going to happen. Oh, God. We have more time. Either Colleen gets this right and she wins, or Bradley, you get this. Stop her! And you tie, okay. and nobody gets a point. All right, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Stop her from getting a point. Here is your six bonus vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen. Colleen. That's Papa Don't Preach. What? You just played a song. Can I please have your card? No. <laughs> you. Um. That is the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. Are you serious? You can't just play music. Actually, I can. Yes, you can. I am texting Jamie right now. I don't care. And I'm telling him. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you didn't get Papa Don't I know the song. I didn't know it was a song. I thought it was going to be some dumb movie thing. I won though. How long have we been playing this game? You know, just eat it. I won. Happy Friday. I won. But you're still a loser. I won. What did I win today, Holly? Congratulations, Sadness. Colleen Lindstrom. Thank you. You won uh, the half-eaten donut that I put in the trash. I will take mm. it. So that I oh, wouldn't that's eat appropriate. it. Thank you. Do you know what the best part about being a flight attendant must be? Walking up the up and down the aisle and just saying, trash, trash, <laughs> trash, trash. No? <laughs> Literally nothing? Mm-mm. I'm just marveling at like, did you that? Did you just come up with no, that? No, I stole that from Twitter oh. like weeks ago. Oh, but okay. I mean, I just had a chance to say it on the air. Okay, but it's true. <laughs> hey, look trash, who, trash. Look who's here. Yeah. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Donnie. Hi, so, Donnie. Uh, Maybe you could fill me in on this. Have you guys heard of this today? I Somebody uh, on our sales staff said, hey, have you heard about this text going around? It's oh, yeah. from millennials about how do you cook a 25-pound turkey in a microwave? Yeah, they're fooling their parents. Well, it's not oh. even millennials. It's Gen's, uh, whatever the Below next generation is. Yeah. So oh. college kids are texting their parents, how oh, do you a cook joke? a 20-pound turkey in, in the a microwave? microwave. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then there's a bunch of silly answers. Oh, oh, that's the see. new Prince Albert in a can. Really? I mean, sounds like yeah. Bart Simpson would do to Moe. 
Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And what are people saying? I mean, I'm just thinking like what I would say to my children. What would you say? Google it. Yeah, but the whole Google point it. is you can't you, cook you can't. a 20 pound I know that. <laughs> but again, my answer to my children for anything that they want to know the answer from me to is you have Google and you just used your Google machine to ask me the question. Use your resources, children. I'm not one of them. I know. Anyway, if you wanted to see I'm the not, funny answers, great, you great can Google it because it's like a me. meme. It's all over the internet. Wow. Yeah. I'm not one of your resources. You kids are I'm, not, I'm sorry. But, uh, I, but listen, because I'm not going to be around all the time. You can't always come to mom to ask her for the answer to things. Wow. You might have Jeez. to figure it out yourself sometimes. Lord. Also, I'm not going to be the one to crush your dreams. They're just children. I hope wow. everybody has a wonderful Friday. <laughs> I hope you've got lots of exciting things planned this weekend, and I look forward to seeing you again on Monday. Mrs. Scrooge over there. Lori and Julia coming up next. We'll be back on Moon Day. At NetApp, we're, dare we say, in love with the cloud, and we're consumed by its epic potential. For years, we've been fine-tuning our approach. Heck, we love the cloud so much, we integrated all our data management experiences into it. NetApp makes the cloud work smarter and harder by letting you connect your data no matter where it is, access and securely manage your data, automate processes and optimize infrastructure, unlocking all your data's possibilities. Tap now or visit netapp.com slash love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Splash, splash, splash. Apply a little splash. When your windshield's getting dirty, just apply a little splash. When your windshield's full of grime, bugs, dirt, and snow, just use a little splash and be safe on the road. Splash, splash, splash. Apply a little splash. When your windshield's getting dirty, just apply a little splash. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash.